You've reached Debbie Taplin. Please leave a message after the beep and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Hey mom, it looks like the FBI guys are gone for now, so we're gonna we're gonna keep going. Say it. Say what? Say you were right, Jake. Say you were right, Jake, and I'm just a dumb Adam, and just because I'm a grad student in a theoretical biology department at Villanova, I'm not as smart as my brother Jake. Say I would definitely be playing the slightly deformed clone in Sister Act 6, Attack of the Clones. I'm definitely not going to say any of that. And besides, if, if you're so smart, why did Mom call me to come help you when Grandpa Ernie went missing? Why does she always call me when something goes wrong? Because I'm more dependable, Jake. What? I'm the most dependable. Who was the one Mom depended on to keep her place on the couch free from ghosts while she was at the pawn shop? She only did that so she didn't have to hire a babysitter. Okay, Adam, whatever helps you sleep at night. In your bed, which right now, no one is keeping free from ghosts. You'll see how dependable I am. We're going to find Grandpa Ernie, thanks to me. Just watch. Mom, we haven't found anything to help us figure out where Grandpa Ernie is, but Jake wants us to continue this wild goose chase, so here we go. Hope your flight is going well and that you don't get stuck next to a, another guy trying to sell you a fish farm. From Sherman's March to the Sea Memorial Studios in beautiful downtown Dayton, Ohio, this is the Sound of Liberty. I'm Jack Taplin. Vic Thorpe is out this week. He's got a boo-boo. On this episode, love and family, two great things that can only go together. For love without family is like a dog without a lead. And family without love, well, that's my in-laws. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. Tilly's parents died in the third Triangle Shirtwaist Factory fire. It wasn't until the fifth time it burned down that they realized they should put out the fires before they rebuild the factory. Speaking of Tilly, we'll hear from her again later in the episode. She'll give the housewives of Eastern Europe a few pointers on raising children. In the few short months my daughter Debbie's been around, Tilly's learned all there is to know about... Well, you know. It's all Greek to me, honestly. What do you do with kids, besides drink scotch while they're in the other room, crying? Only Tilly knows, but she'll tell us shortly. I'll be drinking scotch in the other room, crying. And we'll end our episode with a brand new solo record that's just hit the top of the charts, beating out previous number one single, I Saw Mommy Kissing General Douglas MacArthur. But first, everyone knows the most important part of the family is the parents. But the second most important part is the children, or little parents. We thought we'd start out this episode by honoring some exceptional little parents. First up, we've invited Madeline Lavallee, who just won the annual poetry competition at Warren G. Harding's Mistress's School for Girls. So we invited her on the show to share a poem with us. Say hello to everyone, Madeline. Um, hello, everyone. What's the name of the poem you brought to share with us today? It's called... Buckle my shoe. One, two, buckle my shoe. Uh, three, 
of a four buckle my uh, buckle my shoe five six uh, buckle my my shoe seven eight uh, buckle my shoe nine ten buckle my shoe ten buckle my shoe ten buckle my shoe ten Okay, okay, Madeline, I, I think that's enough. Buckle my shoe. Uh, 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 I'm, I'm sorry? I said, buckle my shoe. I, I don't understand. Buckle my fucking shoe! You actually want me to... Buckle my shoe, you radio bitch! But why? Buckle my fucking shoe before I buckle your fucking neck! Okay, okay, let me... Yeah. Uh, there's just so many buckles. Buckle them all, you buckle pussy-ass buckle bitch! There, oh, okay, 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 there. Yeah. Yeah, that's real nice. Oh, you like buckling my shoe, don't you? I, uh... Thank you. Bye-bye. Um, uh... Um, <clears throat> let's, um, let's send the rest of the children home, Ernie, and, um, why don't we cut that part out of, uh, the, uh, the episode before we broadcast? Cut it out? But my ma says I'm not supposed to run with scissors, or walk with them, or even think about them. Aw, oh, zoinks! There I go again, thinking about them. Ouch! Don't worry, Ernie. This newfangled studio has all kinds of top-secret military gizmos and gadgets for this sort of thing. That's what allows us to broadcast all the way to Belarus. But it's all highly classified, Ernie, so that's why it's so important we don't let anyone near it without proper authorization. If the Soviets got a hold of it, we'd be toast. Especially if they got the schematics to the toast gun. This was all in the training manual. You read the training manual, right, Ernie? Oh, sure I did. That's the one where Captain America thinks he's Jewish, but turns out he's not. No, it's... Well, look, the important thing is that we keep all this secret technology safe, okay? Okay. So we'll cut out everything before this line. Well, that line I just said, too, of course. And this one, too. And this one. Just cut all that out and this, too. <clears throat> we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. This episode of The Sound of Liberty is brought to you by Tall Indian Cigarettes, now a wholly owned subsidiary of Taller Indian Cigarettes. Taller Indian Cigarettes. You keep buying these cigarettes, he'll keep getting taller. Uh, Jack, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but your um, uh, Mrs. Taplin is out in the lobby, watering the carpet. Oh, thank you, Ernie. Why don't you go get her? An episode about love and family wouldn't be complete without my love, my family, my dearest wife, Tilly. Hello, honey. Oh, I had forgotten I was going on today. I only did half of my makeup. I only managed to powder the backs of my knees. That's fine, dear. You look divine. Well, I'll leave you to take care of the lady talk. 
I'll be in the lobby thinking about boats. See you soon, sweetheart. Good day to all the lovely, lovely, lovely ladies out there from Duluth to some city in Russia or somewhere. Today, I'm going to offer a couple of helpful tips for child-rearing. Our children are our futures, and you don't want your future to beat up dogs and smell of urine, do you? First, let's take a look at diet. As all Americans know, the most important food group is beef, and so as mothers, we owe it to our growing youngsters to offer them meatloaf, brisket, or hamburger for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and meat time. For children struggling with their weight, simply say, You're such a fat, fat, fatty McFatface, you stupid, stupid fat child, and pretend they're just a memory until they slim down. Maybe they are just a memory. Did you even have a child? If so, why? Or just reduce to one banana for the nightly banana split. Next up, morals. Your children should be introduced to rough-and-tumble capitalism at its finest. The New York Stock Exchange and Ford Motors make excellent field trip destinations. I left my daughter Debbie in a match factory for three months, but to me, it seemed like three hours. Recreation. What your child does with their free time is very important. What I do with my free time is none of your goddamn business, Jack. For boys, sports keep young men from spending most of the day playing with their penises. And for the girls, get them hooked on the needle. You know what I mean. Sewing and handicrafts. Definitely not morphine. Oh, <laughs> morphine is terrible, terrible, terrible thing, and I hate it. Oh, it's bad. It's a bad, bad, bad morphine, and I just, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. It's so bad, and I, and just a little bit of how bad it is. I hate it, and, and oh, hello. Mm. Honey, I think that's all the time we have for today. Thank you, dear, for sharing your thoughts. Of course, sweetheart. Always my pleasure. I'm going to go bake a thousand muffins. A lovely idea. Say, who's been looking after Debbie while you've been here? Oh, don't worry. She's safe at home with my brother, Preston. Tilly, we, we, we've, been, we've been over this. Preston isn't real. Dr. Cooper says he's a result of swollen glands. How dare you? Preston is a licensed obstetrician slash au pair. Tilly, you need to go home to our daughter right now. Ernie, I'd better go make sure Tilly doesn't try to drive home in a phone booth again. Um, we'll, uh, we'll close out our program with a catchy new tune from that one-man family band, the Cocker Brothers. Here he is with their brand new musical sensation, Old Boys Club. Hit it, Ernie. Sometimes life can get you down And you just gotta get away To where the wife and kitties aren't around And the hubbies and daddies play Where the fellas are all the cream of the crop At the back of the old town hardware shop They come together Boys of a feather And the rest of the world just seems to stop 
that's the place for me. It's the Old Boys Club, yeah, the Old Boys Club. Where the man can escape for a little while, and every guy can't help but smile. What's not to love at the Old, Old, Old Boys Club? It's a place where a man can be a man, he can shout it loud and proud. And the wifey never needs to know, cause there ain't no girls allowed. There's cards and cigars and plenty of fruit, you can even come in your birthday suit. Forget the missus, and all her kisses, when the boys are there and they're cute to boot. That's where I gotta be, at the old boys club, yeah the old boys club. Where a man's a man, no matter what he wants to put into his butt. What's not to love at the old, old, old boys club? When the timing's right, they dim the light, and the men all sit erect. But you better wait, first lubricate, to ensure the best effect. Then you grab it quick, and it just might stick, but you take it anyway. Turn the wheel and you start to feel the shaping of the clay. Take what you got and you rub it a lot. Stick fingers deep into every spot. And in the end, you've got a friend, a brand new terracotta pot. Isn't it the best? It's the old boys club. Yeah, the old boys club. Where the pent-up fellas lay it bare and end up with some earthenware. Cause everything here's light and gay till we whip out our balls of clay. Our boys are hot and our kilns are hotter. Come in the heat and get swept off your feet by your very own manly Harry Potter. Listeners, I hope you enjoyed the song. What did you think, Ernie? It seemed like a whole lot of fun to me. Say, Jack, do you ever think about what it'd be like to kiss another man? No, Ernie, I don't. But thank you for asking. Well, I hope this episode has reminded you what's truly important in life. Those we love and who love us in return. Love isn't simple, and sometimes it can hurt us deeper than just about anything else. But it's also the one thing worth living for. Who else will be there when you're at your lowest, when you need a helping hand to apply the salve to that childhood infection that never quite went away? Only those who love you the most. And that's what separates us from Soviet Russia, where the only family you've got is a big wrench, and you know he won't be true to you. So hold on tight to your loved ones, 
and even tighter to your inalienable rights. And what better way to bring your family together than around the old radio? Keep it tuned to this station, because while your commie travel agent will only get you a weekend getaway mining nickel in the Urals, we'll send you on an all-expenses-paid trip to freedom. I'm Jack Taplin, and this is The Sound of Liberty. Hey there, this is Ernie Newports. Ernie Newports. <laughs> Your name's kind of funny when you say it out loud, isn't it? <laughs> hey, Ern, it's uh, Big Ray here. I was just calling because, you know, I saw a van parked outside my place and it had my company name on it. But it wasn't one of my vans, because we only use the Hondas, and that, that there was a Chrysler. Did you see that too, or am I just going nuts? <laughs> also, uh, want to go to the cinema to see the new Sister Act flick on Friday night? I heard that computer movie magic makes Whoopi look like she's 37 again. <laughs> see you soon. <laughs> Kisses. Grandpa Ernie went out with Big Ray. That's so cute. Yeah, me neither. Well, of course you didn't. You were never interested in what was going on here at home. You were too busy writing your thesis or whatever to congratulate me on my promotion from junior alebo to regular alebo at medieval times. Oh wow, that's wow, that's oh, that's really good for you. Does that mean you get to serve the beer in big boy cups now without straws? Yeah. You get a lot bigger tips. Because nobody likes the straws. Wait, it, it looks like there's other voicemails on here, Jake. Why didn't you check Grandpa Ernie's voicemails? It's like the first thing. Well, obviously, Grandpa Ernie is not going to be inside his own voicemail. Duh. Tuesday, April 3rd, 3.37 p.m. Hi, Ernie. Uh, this is Special Agent Kayla Marsh from the FBI. I don't know if you remember, but I was the one who had the uh, allergic reaction to the potato salad at your retirement party. <laughs> anyway, as you probably know, my father, the former FBI Deputy Director Clayton Marsh, passed away a few days ago. Before he died, he told me there was one case he never solved, one that continued to haunt him for the rest of his career. I know it's a long shot, but I thought, in his memory, I'd see what I could do. So, I went looking for the old tapes from the Taplin case, but uh, when I opened the box, there were just a bunch of gumballs inside. I know you worked here so long as a document filer slash gumball machine filler that you must know where to look. Give me a call back, okay? Wednesday, April 4th, 9.19 a.m. Hey, Aaron, it's uh, Big Ray. I saw a special on 60 Minutes about this uh, phone sex thingamajigger. They're, uh, they're doing now, so I, I figured I'd try it out. <laughs> Ooh, I'm, uh, I'm undoing my shoelaces. Wowzer, <laughs> would you look at that? Oh, now, how's about I slip these socks off? <coughs> oh, well, these are, these are harder to get off than I... Oh, oh. 
Thursday, April 6th, 1.27 p.m. Ernie, it's Special Agent Marsh again. I need you to come into the office immediately. There are some irregularities in the Taplin files. I think somebody was trying to throw my father off the trail. I know you were close to that case, and if you know something about it, you need to tell me. If I don't hear from you in the next 24 hours, the situation is going to escalate. Friday, April 6th, 12.09 a.m. Sorry, Ernie. I slipped and busted up my bad hip, so I was just rubbing cream on it. <clears throat> All better now. Time to undo my belt. Genuine leather. Oh, that's nice. Next message. Friday, April 7th, 2.28 p.m. Ernie, you're out of time. Agents are on their way to you. I'm going to solve this case for my father, and you're going to help me one way or another. Don't try to run, Ernie. You know what we can do. Whoa, 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 whoa. The Taplin case? Our grandparents were a case? And Grandpa already worked for the FBI? I, I thought he was a document filer slash gumball machine filler at Best Buy. He, he showed us the Best Buy. He showed us the gumballs. Okay, 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 okay. Let's figure out what this means. Uh, Grandpa Ernie worked for the FBI. He was involved in some case related to our real grandparents, something to do with these tapes, and for some reason, he decided to steal them. Yeah, he stole from the FBI, and now they figured it out, and now he's on the run. Ah, uh, shit, ah, uh, fuck, what the hell, Grandpa Ernie? What the hell were you doing? Don't talk about Grandpa Ernie like that. I'm sure he had a good reason for doing what he did. He better. He better have had a good reason for, for, for lying to his family and pissing off the FBI. He did. I know him. And that reason is probably somewhere in these tapes. And that's why we gotta finish them before the FBI comes back. We're running out of time. I, I'm, I'm gonna set up the next episode. Jesus. Oh, hell. Fuck. Okay. 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 Uh, Mom, uh, uh, call you back. Love you.